if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are 17 days away from college basketball starting November 25th. Uh, I'm not going to count the day that I'm recording this, which I'll upload it right after. It's Saturday the 7th, but it's almost 9 o'clock, so I'm not going to count that. We're what? What did I just say? 17 days. All right, I'm losing it. Like somebody I know that's in the public eye right now. All right. 2020-21 college basketball season about to get underway. The preseason rankings of my own. The top 40 for the preseason. I'm ready to reveal them. I'm not going to make any changes prior to the when the season opens, the Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Very excited about what we could see from the Fighting Illini, my team, of course. Uh, the Illini Basketball Podcast I host. Uh, co-host. You can follow that on Twitter at Podcast Illini. And if you look up Illini Basketball Podcast on any major podcast platform, including Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, Breaker, uh, Anchor, all of those, you'll find us there. So we'll have a new episode on that one coming next week or the week after, probably next week. Uh, Let's do this. I'm going to go from 1 to 40 because I just want to cut to the chase. And my number one team going into this season is the Villanova squad, Jay Wright's team. I'm actually going to pull up right now someone else's rankings just so we can kind of compare, um, you know, uh, compare where I'm at and where other people are at. So let's look right now. Number one on CBS is uh, is currently, I can't even, that's not even it. All right, cool. All right, so this is... Two days ago, Matt Norlander's annual ranking of every Division One team in the, in the uh, nation. He is Villanova number one as well. Number two, well, let's just look at Villanova real quick. They lost one key player, which is Sadiq Bey. Their lineup is still loaded. Uh, they went 24-7 and last year. I like them as the number one team going into the season. And, and when the uh, preseason rankings come out, I expect uh, Villanova will be number one. Uh, number two, I have Baylor. Uh, they have a deep veteran lineup, a lot of guys returning. They won 26 games last year. Now, I think that Kansas could still end up being better than them because that's kind of what Kansas does. Uh, but I think going into the season, Baylor is a better team. And, and uh, CBS has Baylor at number three. So I kind of flipped Baylor and Gonzaga, who I have at number three, Gonzaga. They did lose uh, Philip Petrusev and Killian Tilly, but uh, they're built on strong recruiting. And Mark Few is a really good coach. Uh, he's a very good coach. He knows what he's doing. Um, you know, they're obviously by far the best team in that conference, and I don't know how uh, how long it's going to be until that changes, but that's just how I feel about them right now. Uh, number four, I have Virginia, and Virginia's number five on CBS. So here's what I think about Virginia. Every year, Tony Bennett has these really gritty, good defensive basketball teams, and usually their downfall is not being able to outscore a team that has a high-powered offense when it comes to to the tournament. I know they won the title a couple years ago, which was huge coming off of the season before, where there were a 116 upset against UMBC. Uh, They're still very good. They did lose Braxton Key and uh, Madame Diakite, I believe his name is, I can't remember, but... uh, I think Kihei Clark is going to be a tremendous guard in college basketball this year. I think he's one of the best. Um, and almost every year they are 
at, in the top five or in the conversation for being one of the best teams in the league and in the country. And they had the number one uh, per possession and points allowed defense last season. I don't think that's going to get – if it gets worse, it's not going to get that much worse. So it's going to be a really good defensive team. Number five, I have Iowa. Iowa's number six – or sorry, Iowa's actually uh, number nine – so maybe I overrated them. I, I guess CBS would think so, but I just have a little bit of a different uh, different view on Iowa. And, uh, you know, Luca Garza returns, one of the best players, probably the second best player in the country last year behind Obi Toppin at Dayton. Jordan Bohannon is back after be- being injured last season. Uh, there's really no reason for Iowa not to be a better team this year than they were last year. And last year they were good. Uh, they have a very dynamic starting five. I like Wieskamp. I like, uh, you know, Frederick, McCaffrey, um, Garza, Bohan. It's just a very dynamic lineup. Now, at the end of the season, do I think they're going to win the Big Ten? Not really, no. I think Illinois or Wisconsin or Michigan State could over, uh, you know, outplay them when it comes to the to the end of the season, but that's just how I feel about them. Number six, I have Illinois. Illinois is number four on CBS, so very high on CBS is Matt Norlander. Uh I didn't want to look like a biased fan when I did this. You know, I think number six is fair. You know, you got Io DeSumo back, who's bound to be one of the best guards in the country this year. You got Kofi Coburn back, who's bound to, you know, develop from what was a really, really good freshman year to being and having another good season. And I expect that. Uh, and then they have, you know, a couple top 50 talents coming in uh, recruiting-wise. I mean, you got top 30 recruit Adam Miller, who's a left-handed shooting guard who's very good offensively. And Illinois missed shooting consistency a lot last year. Trent Frazier had a down season. Uh, DeSumo is usually running the show. Now they have even more firepower offensively. And off the bench, you got a top 50 recruit, Andre Curbelo, a four-star guy who is a tremendous passer. And I know Brad Underwood at one point compared him to a hybrid version of Trey Young and Steve Nash, which if that is the case, I mean, I'm all for. Uh, This is the best roster that Brad Underwood has probably ever coached and probably the best team in Champaign since 2005. So huge expectations. Number seven, I have Kentucky. They are number uh, 10 on CBS. Um, It's a huge recruiting class once again for... uh, for Calipari, they have a great freshman guard trio that uh, has a lot of potential with, you know, Askew, Clark, and Boston. I think Kentucky's going to be very good. Um, but I think last year's Kentucky team was going to make a huge run once the playoffs – or the – why am I saying playoffs? I'm, ooh, all right. Uh, once the tournament would have began. But it didn't happen, so what can you do? Um, number eight, Wisconsin. I, I think a lot of people have kind of overrated Wisconsin. I think number eight's a really good spot for them. I, they're number, uh, they are also number eight on the CBS one. I mean, they 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 won the Big Ten last season, uh, co-winner of the Big Ten regular season. They have a lot of great returning players. You look at Nate Reavers and Micah Potter and Dimitri uh, Dimitric Trice and Brad Davison, uh, but they should definitely be a competitive team in the top five of the Big Ten, I would say, all season long. Uh, Wisconsin's going to be good. Number nine, I have Duke. And with Duke, uh, you know, they had a lot of losses, which is usually what it is with those teams, the Dukes, the Kentuckys uh, of the world. Duke's number 12 on CBS. I have them at nine. Uh, They get Jalen Johnson, Jeremy Roach, among, you know, others to play 
uh, along a couple of other studs. They, they should be competing for the ACC title with you know the North Carolinas, the the Virginias of the world this season. Um, I think Wendell uh, Wendell Moore and Matthew Hurt need to take a big step if Duke wants to uh, have a big season. I don't know why I'm losing in my throat. Uh, number 10, I have Kansas. They are uh, ranked in at number, uh, let's see, Kansas, number 6 on CBS. It's a deep team, very deep team for Bill Self. Not the same talent as last season. I mean, last season they had some some big-time players uh, on that team. Uh, you know, Yudoka Azubuki, of course, comes to mind. But they will be very good in the Big 12. I think they're going to be right there with uh, West Virginia, right there with with uh, Baylor right there with Texas Tech, Texas. I mean, the Big 12 is going to be a very interesting conference to watch this year because there's more competition at the top this year than a lot of others. Now I know my guy, John Rothstein, who I very much like, and I think he does a fantastic job, knows more about college basketball than anyone that I've ever seen. Uh, But the top five in the uh, Big 12 is not better than the top five in the Big 10. I mean, I'm sorry, but I will give me Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan State, and whoever else you want to put in the number five slot. I mean, you could throw Rutgers in there. You could throw Ohio State in there. I will take them over the top five in the Big 12. The top five in the Big 12 is good, but I think the high-end the high teams in the Big 10, those top three, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, I wouldn't want to play them. Uh, number 11, Michigan State. They did lose Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman, yet... Due to the great coaching and recruiting of Mr. Tom Izzo, they are number 11 going into the season, number four in the Big Ten for me. Uh, They need big steps from Rocket Watts and Aaron Henry. We've seen flashes from both guys. They need big steps this year. Um, Like I said, they will hover around the top four, I think, for a lot of the season. Unless, you know, a, a team like Rutgers or Michigan or Ohio State steps in and has a big season that we may not have expected. That's how I look at Michigan State, a very, very good team. Uh, Let's go now to number 12. By the way, you can look at – I tweeted the link a few days ago, uh, the Google doc that I have this on with some of the stuff I've said about the team. Just a short couple sentences for each team. Uh, By the way, Michigan State is uh, number 11 on my list. And if I can find this here, they are number 13 on the other one. Number 12. Now, I think I might be overrating this team just a bit. They're number 19 on CBS, but I like them a lot. UCLA, Mick Cronin, he's building something. He was really good at Cincinnati. He's building something now. Tiger Campbell running the show, returning big men. They will be a top contender in the Pac-12. I think they might be the best team in the Pac-12 going into the season. I mean, look at the conferences in my top 10. You got Big East, Big 12, West Coast, uh, ACC, Big 10, Big 10, SEC, Big 10, ACC, Big 12, Big 10. So, yeah, I like UCLA, UCLA a lot. Uh, let's go to number 13, which is Creighton. Creighton is number 11 on CBS's list. Uh, Marcus Zagorowski's back. Mitchell Ballack returns. Uh, that's a backcourt right there, those two, Ballack. And uh, and Zegarowski averaging 28 points per game combined. Uh, they have a great offense that I think will push them towards the top three conversation in the Big East alongside Villanova and um, other teams that may emerge. Number 14, Tennessee. I like Tennessee. They got some big-time returning players. Tennessee is number 15 on the CBS list. Uh, Pons and Fulkerson return in the front court. Tons of talent and depth up and down this roster for Rick Barnes. A lot of potential to be a top player in the SEC alongside Kentucky, um, you know, alongside LSU, 
all those teams, all of those teams are going to be very good at the top of the uh, SEC. South Carolina, another team that I would watch out for. We'll get to them soon. Uh, number 15, Florida State. Florida State's good. I don't think they're as good as they were last year, but they're good. Last year they were a very legitimate team that I could have seen uh, take a run in the tournament, but uh, they're 30th on the other list, so cutting it half, and I have a 15, maybe I'm overrating them, but you know, Trent Forrest and Devin Vassell are uh, gone, but the addition of Scotty Barnes means they will need him to be a star to compete in the ACC uh, but scoring might be the issue for them this year. So we'll see if their scoring has a surprise jump and gets better. Uh, LSU, I have them at 16. They're number 18 on the CBS list. Uh, you know, I look at LSU, Javante Smarts there. They have Trendon Watford, two really good players. Probably the only reason they're still ranked in the top 20. Um, Cameron Thomas, a naturally aggressive scorer, as described by Norlander here in the CBS article. Could be interesting. They're gonna, they're definitely gonna compete in the SEC this year. Uh, seventeen Arizona State. Do am I overrating them? Not according to this one. They're seventeen on this one as well. So they, they are a very high octane unit. That's how I describe them. Um, a guard duo of Remy Martin and Alonzo Verge Jr. will make the major players in the back twelve. And I really think that Bobby Hurley is a very uh, solid coach thus far. I mean, he hasn't really proven anything in terms of winning, but uh, I think he's a very good coach. Very good coach. Um, let's go now to number 18, which is Houston. They are number 16 on um, this list. The uh, loss of Fabian White to an injury, Nate, Nate Hinton, will re- hinder the Cougars a little bit. But they'll be a favorite in the uh, American Athletic Conference by a lot, led by a team full of great depth and Quentin Grimes. I mean, coaching is very good there, too. I think uh, Samson's done a, a hell of a job there. You know, Dijon Giroux still there. Marcus Sasser's still there. Caleb Mills is still there. Um, they're the best team in the American Athletic Conference. I don't really think it's particularly close to this point, unless Memphis proves me wrong. But if you've listened to the Illini Basketball Podcast over the last couple months, I am not very big on Memphis. Uh, number 19, West Virginia. Now, West Virginia, I was a little late to. I think I underrated them, and I apologize to, if there's any Mountaineer fans listening. I apologize. I mean, they're number seven on the CBS list. So, you know, look, I don't know what that means for uh, for their for their actual you know season and how that's going to go, but they could be good. Their front court's very good. We know how well of a job. Bob Huggins does with def- defensive-oriented teams. Um, they're going to be a formidable opponent in the Big 12. Nobody's going to want to play them. The front court of uh, Tisha Bway, I don't know how the hell to say that, and Derek Culver, they both averaged 21 points and 17 rebounds uh, combined per game in 2019-20 season. Uh, number 20, I have Rutgers. Rutgers was a team that was uh, emerging in the Big 10. They were right on the... Uh, a fringe of making the tournament. I think they probably would have gotten in. Even did they really deserve it? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Um, you know they're good. I, I, they, they're a rising program. Geo Baker and Ron Harper Jr. are only getting better. Um, they will carry this team through the season. I think they will be a little bit better. Um, I think that they'll be a fringe tournament team. 
or sorry, they were a French Sherman team last season. I think they're safe at like maybe like a ten seed this year or something like that. But they'll be, uh, you know, they'll be competing in the top six or so of the Big Ten alongside the teams that I've mentioned prior. So we'll see. Twenty-one North Carolina. North Carolina had a disastrous season last year. On CBS, by the way, they are number twenty-eight. So I have them a little bit higher. Uh, much better roster though. Much better roster for Roy Williams. Uh, Baycott and Brooks in the front court. Got to clean up the boards. If their guards can hit some damn shots, they'll be a player in the ACC. The ACC's got really good teams at the top, as it does every year. Uh, Florida State is still there. Duke is not as good as they were last year or the year before that, but they're good. Virginia is probably not as good as they have been the last few years, but they're still very, very good and one of the best teams in the country. But North Carolina should bounce back this year because how could you not after how bad that season was? Um Number 22, I have Texas uh, coached by the Honorable Shaka Smart, who somehow still has the job. Um, but this is, uh, this is the one. This is the season they got to do something. You look at this roster, they're bringing back all their starters. Coleman, Jones, Sims, Ramey, and Fabris. Um, and they went 19-12 and 12 last season. They were likely going to make the tournament. And uh, they got some good recruits coming in, some young players. Uh, they need to stay healthy. Uh, double-digit scoring guard trio with Coleman, Ramey, and Jones. So they should be good. 23, the team in Lubbock. Chris Beard's team a couple years ago making it to the uh, national championship. I have them at number 23. They are ranked um, somewhere on the CBS list if I can find them. Give me a sec here, folks. Oh, they're 14th. Okay, so I maybe I underrated them, but uh, they're a young team with big transfers coming over. You know, Santos Silva from VCU, Mac McClung from Georgetown, and uh, Intembuewe. I, I just don't know how to say the names, man. I just don't. Uh, from UNLV coming in. But Chris Beard, very defensive-oriented head coach. And they need to have good defense. I expect them to be a very good defensive team. I expect them to be a big team in a... Uh, Top-heavy Big 12, a very good Big 12 this year. Uh, 24, UConn, another Hurley brother coach team, Dan Hurley's team, moving back to the Big East. I got to say, I think they'll be good. I think they will be good. Um, Maybe I was a little optimistic having them at 24. They are 43 on this list. Um, They will be ready to make a run at the NCAA tournament. Dan Hurley's building something. You know, you got Book Knight leading the way with a offensively with a solid front court overall. They can compete probably for the number three spot in the Big East. The two teams ahead of them, you know, in terms of my list, is uh, who the hell is it? Creighton and somebody else that I don't remember. Whatever. Villanova, Creighton and Villanova. Why did I forget Villanova? They're the number one team. Uh, so there you go. UConn's going to be good. Uh, 25, Ohio State. They lose the Wessons. They bring in or they keep washing, uh, Washington and Walker in the front court. you got to look for Young and Liddell to have expanded roles this season. Big transfers coming in with uh, Seth Towns and whatever his first name is, Suing. I didn't write down his first name. I'm, I have to apologize. Number 26, Oregon. They did lose Peyton Pritchard, but you know what? Dana Altman is one hell of a coach, a tremendous coach, one of the better coaches out west, probably behind Mark Few and maybe another. Who knows? Uh, but Oregon should be solid again. I mean, they lose Pritchard, as I mentioned. They've lost some guys 
Over the years, and they bounced back fine. They're 22nd on uh, the uh, CBS list. I have them at 26. Big transfers coming in. Williams, Jr., um, Omoruye, uh, Hardy coming in. Those three transfers. And then, you know, Will Richardson's pretty good. I thought he was a very solid guard last year. I think he'll have a big role in how they are this year. And, uh, you know, the, one of the top teams in the Pac-12. And Dana Altman can coach. 27, Florida. Uh, Florida's going to be solid, you know, an SEC team. Um, you know, I look at them as a top six in the SEC, I guess. Uh, I, I think that's fair to say. You know, you got big transfers coming in. You got year two of Scotty Lewis. He should be a special player for them to have this year. And, uh, you know, I can't find them on this other list, so that's good on CBS. They're 21st, so I have them a little bit behind that. Uh, their guard group is really good. And this is uh, a quote from Three Man Weave, who did a lot of previews for college basketball. Coach White, Mike White, should ramp up the tempo for this team to be max to maximize potential. So there you go. That's what they got to do. Indiana is 28. You know, I kind of regret putting Indiana ahead of uh, Michigan. I really like Michigan a little bit more than I probably showed on this list. But, uh, you know, Archie Miller's got a good team. Trace Jackson Davis is one of the best freshmen last year in the Big Ten, and I think he'll be even better this year. Uh, their roster is solid up and down. A huge year for Archie Miller. they got to have some success. And they need to contend heavily in that top seven-ish, the range where you're likely to make the tournament in the Big Ten. Uh, number 29, Memphis, a team that I've been very hard on. I don't know how they keep pulling these recruits out of their asses. That's just what I'm confused on. They're very talented. I mean, there's no doubting that. They, they won't be as good as Houston. They'll be in there, though. They'll be in competition for the top three in the American Athletic. I mean, uh, Musa Sisse or Sisi or Susa or whatever the hell his name is is a hell of a five-star recruit to bring in a big six-foot-ten center. But my question is, can Penny Hardaway actually coach? And I'd like for him to prove that this year. Let's see. I'm interested in that. All right, number thirty. And let me just say this: I don't know as I don't know uh, more about basketball than Penny Hardaway. I promise you. I'm just saying I'm allowed to be a little bit critical. He's done well recruiting. Whether that's ethical or not is really not any of our businesses, I guess, unless they find something. But I'm just uh, being a little bit hard on them. Maybe it's unfair. But uh, over the Atlantic Ten, we go. St. Louis. A lot of teams have uh, them not as the number. A lot of teams have Richmond as the number one team in there. I have them at thirty. CBS has them at thirty-one. Very experienced team. A team that we've seen win big games in the Atlantic Ten and win big games overall and make the tournament. Uh, you know, Jordan Goodwin and Hassan French are seniors. Collins and Jimerson round out a great backcourt. Uh, the Atlantic Ten will be supremely competitive in twenty 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 one. It's going to be interesting, uh, you know, a conference that probably not a lot of people pay attention to, but I will because I'm a loser and all I do is watch college basketball in the winter and all that. Maybe you'll think that's weird, but whatever. Uh, let's go to 31, which is Stanford. They are ranked 33 on CBS. Uh, great mix of experience and underclassmen in this lineup. They should contend top six range, I would say, the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is not overly great. I would say there's some teams that aren't as good as they normally are, and there's some teams that are better than they normally are, but that's kind of every conference, right? It's just kind of how it goes. Uh, number 32 is Providence. Providence is a, a tough team to gauge for me. Um, you know, maybe I'm overrating them by some stretch of the uh, imagination. They're 57 
on CBS. I have them at 32. Their transfers are really good. I mean, you look at Bynum and Horschler coming in along with the, the solid trio of Duke Reeves and Watson, who all averaged seven or more points per game last year. They're a very hard-nosed group. That'll be a tough team to play against this year. And, uh, you know... Maybe they could be a top five team in the big uh, in the Big East. We'll see. Uh, Thirty three is Michigan. Michigan should be. I don't know if they'll be better than last year, but they should be able to. Re- they got Livers has to be healthy. <clears throat> That's one big hurdle for them. Excuse me. He has to be healthy, and if he's not healthy, you're gonna have a lot of problems. But Hunter Dicker- Dickinson, you know, could be a really good recruit. Really good recruit. And uh, Jawan Howard has done a great job recruiting and getting transfers. They got to have a healthy lineup. You know, you got Livers, Wagner, Brooks, and others. A huge transfer from Wake Forest and Sean D. Brown, who got a waiver to play. I think Michigan's going to surprise some. I know I have them at 33 and like 7th in the Big Ten or whatever. But would I be that surprised if Michigan ends up being better than Ohio State, than Rutgers, than Indiana? No, I would not. I think they're very good. Um, and they could be. A surprise team in the Big Ten. So watch out for Michigan. Louisville. Let's go to them. Um, I have them at number 34. They're 26th on CBS. Their backcourt's good. Jones and Johnson. They may seem like normal, average Joe names. They're very good players. But they're going to be very unpredictable. It's a very young team. Chris Mack has enough talent for them to be good enough to succeed in some form. <clears throat> but, the, you know, who knows? There's reason for optimism, though. I'll give them that. Uh, my chair's very loud, and that's annoying the hell out of me, but we'll, we'll, we'll press on. Uh, 35 is Miami, team that beat the hell out of my team last year, the uh, Illini getting beat up by Miami. Uh, they are 48th on, on uh, this one, on CBS, 35th on mine. I'd say they boast a talented roster, a guard trio of likes, Wong and uh, McGusty, some big transfers coming in, an experienced bench, and health will determine the outcome of the season for the Canes. Uh, we'll see. Syracuse. Syracuse should be back to, to being good enough this year. I mean, I'm, I have them at 36. Uh, they're 53rd on CBS. Alan Griffin, who I watched play at Illinois for a couple of seasons, he's a very good shooter. Uh, I think the more chance he gets to play, the better he will be. He didn't have that really expanded role at Illinois for most of the season and most of his time there, but... They have a senior front court. You got Gerard running the point uh, and a great backcourt trio of him with Alan Griffin and uh, Bayheim's kid. And their defense, you know, it's not good. It has to it has to improve for them to actually compete and try to make the tournament. You're getting into dangerous waters of having some really down seasons for a program that's typically good in Syracuse. So they need to have a, a good season this year. Uh, let's go to South Carolina. I have them at 37 on the list. They are... Coming in at, where the hell are they on here? I have them at 37. Uh, they're going to be better this season. You know, they got they got a really solid backcourt. Um, they have the tools to succeed in some form. They're 67th on this one, so I have them way overrated, apparently. Uh, there are They are a little bit undersized, though, for my liking. I will say that. That's kind of why I'm curious about why I put them aside. But they're... They'll have an up, uphill battle to uh, try to get into the tournament. We'll see. Seventh Woods is uh, there, so we'll see what he does. Uh, you know, redemption story, we'll see maybe. Uh, 38, Arizona. A lot of newcomers for Arizona. Three transfers in their projected lineup. Lots of scoring. They won't get much attention early in the season, but they could come out of nowhere and be a player in the back 12. Sean Miller's an asshole. He's a cheater. All that stuff, don't care. He can coach a little bit. So maybe they'll get in there. 
39, Arkansas. Arkansas is good. They are good. They're an SEC team that I could see doing well. Um, you know, they have a brand new roster. This is a big year for Eric Musselman. His uh, his second season, it'll come down to chemistry and coaching, I think. You know, with uh, Tate, Smith, and Jackson coming in as transfers while keeping Sills and Joe in the lineup who averaged 26 points combined last year. Huge year for Musselman. We'll see what he can do. And then 40th is Richmond, the other team in the Atlantic team that matters. Uh, Richmond and St. Louis battle this year is going to be a lot of fun. I have to say that. They, they're 36th year. Chris Mooney is uh, fortunate enough to coach an institution that doesn't believe in firing a person years before a contract expires. That is from CBS. My, my quote is their entire lineup returns this season. Maybe I'm discounting them, but they are the second best team in the 18 going into the season for me. Watch out for them, though. All right, Sherrod suffered a torn ACL, and he's done, but that's fine. Francis and Golden in. Gilliard, Burton, let's go. Richmond at 40. So there's my top 40 college basketball teams going into the season. Make sure to join uh, the Illini Basketball Podcast crew and listen to us weekly as we uh, cover Illini basketball. We'll, we'll sprinkle in a little bit of uh, around-the-country basketball as well. Can't wait for the season to start very soon, and uh, have a good one.